Welcome to Inspired Wild. This is Trevin Stoltzfus. We are sitting around a campfire. This is the really the part three, I would say, of our Nebraska mule deer adventure. I'm sitting here with Jake Shaw, Dustin Etheridge, and Garrett Drack. Sloan has hit the road. Adam has hit the road. They gone. Yep. They should be home by now. Yeah. Yeah. Can we, know, get, can we get your headlamp off? Yeah, that'd be that'd be good. That'd be good. Yeah. So don't blind you. Dustin, you can that'd put that microphone down by your mouth. I know you're chewing right now. Oh, that was a good dinner, guys. Very good. We had a good day. And we it, it was funny because Jake and I woke up this morning. We're sharing a tent, and both of us had a song we made up about how today was going to be a big buck day. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and give a little no, preview? No, I, I, I don't remember how it goes. I must have been sleeping. I didn't hear that. Yeah, well, Garrett heard it. Yeah, Jake was nice enough to keep that song to himself. Trev decided to let the whole camp know how that song went. Didn't I, did I poke my five, head? Oh, you, yeah, you did. I, Everyone heard you singing at 5.30 right. this morning. Well, it was not, well, it's 6.30 our time. 5.30. It went something like, uh, it's going to be a big buck day. Yes, exactly. Something like that. that. I think there was some vibrato in there. Um, Definitely was sleeping. Yeah, you were. (laughs) So it's funny to see when you get to spend time with guys in camp and you get to see you got your early risers and you got your guys that are literally not going to roll out of bed till you're about to get in the truck and head out. That's Dustin, me. no, you're not that bad. I'm ready to roll, though, when I you're get ready. Yeah, that's the difference, is you have everything ready, and then when you roll out of bed, you're ready to rock. Adam is a last-minuter. He likes his... He'll sleep until we're... It's time to go. So, but... Uh, today, what we knew was going to be a really good opportunity because we knew we were going to get some really good wins. And when, when you're bow hunting, a lot of people don't think of windy conditions as good bow hunting conditions. But, well, Jake, you, you saw today. Talk about why that's why that works so well. Well, typically I wouldn't want wind at all. You're right. <clears throat> it can uh, change your shot drastically. Um, but this type of a hunt, I've never been on. So to be able to see why that's important to have the wind that south wind that what was it like 20 miles an hour today 20 25 yeah maybe down there but when i was up top it almost blew over the spotters and scope it yeah, was it was, it was, it was whipping it. pretty good mm. but that's really important to have so it's your best friend here well mule deer unlike whitetail they're i shouldn't say unlike whitetail because whitetail can hear good too but but mule deer specifically they are at a handicap if they if there's high winds because you have all the 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 noise of the grass and all that and they depend so much on their hearing um it's unique uh, their sense of smell is still great uh, but uh, the other good thing is you get that consistent wind and you can really use it to your advantage for scent but also it covers we, we were talking about it uh, the day before yesterday how quiet it was 
Remember that? We had yeah. Adam had a stock. Tell us about, talk us through Adam's stock yesterday. So Adam, Eagle Eye Adam, we're going down uh, into the draw just to try and glass some, some bucks that we knew poured into the draw, what, probably half a mile down. <clears throat> anyway, on our way there, just probably 150, 300, 300 yards, somewhere in there, down the the fence line we were walking he looks over he's there's a buck yeah and he catches uh just a tine basically on this finger just over the ridge and anyway he made a play on it but that wind was not there was there was, was hardly not any going wind. yeah and that's what made it such a low percentage stock because that that deer just picked up on him quick and then we um dustin and i i say we it was Dustin and I were on the opposite ridge working down. And, and what little wind we did have, we knew was coming out of the south. So we were coming from the north down the west side. You guys were coming from the north down the east side. And there's, again, these draws in between us. But we're working down, and Dustin and I wanted to get out to a point to, to glass. And uh, we get set up. And I, I, I immediately, I think I, was I using my spot? I was using my spotter. Mm-hmm. And you immediately said, there's deer right there. I mean, and they were, they had to have seen us come in. Oh, that little buck watched us all the way down the fence. I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we got set up and then we ended up, there was a better buck that was bedded with him that you actually happened again dustin uh i was watching those deer dustin backed up kind of button hooked around us yeah we had some deer come out low when we first got up there um and i was bored so i just told you i'm gonna go back around and kind of peek lower into that bottom and i got there and got comfortable and was just watching that little buck that we'd seen right away and I saw it looked like a branch, and I talked myself in and out of it a hundred times, and it didn't move for a long time. And then I went on looking at other country and came back, and the branch was gone. Mm-hmm. And then I, about that same time, I saw him lift his head up again, and that, yeah, we found that little better buck mm-hmm. down there. But and so the plan was, I was, yeah, Trev was up. I was up, so I was gonna make my way around, and. uh I put on the old rock stalkers, I think they're called, and uh, they're basically slippers that actually come up to your calf, and you can cinch them down. It, they're pretty good, and I ended up having to, to walk way, way back around because I couldn't get out of the line of sight of that little buck. I thought you got lost. Really? You were gone for like an hour. I know, but I had to. But that was the only way I could make that that play. Because uh, otherwise, if I tried to drop down in the draw and come across, the way he he was positioned, he would have he'd have picked me off. Well, in the the back up a little bit, I decided to stay back because it was so quiet. Right. Which normally you'd be right over my shoulder. Yeah, and I had I'm still fighting coughing, so. Yeah, you're still and fighting I had a cold. Great, great view of everything. You, ba- you basically just set up behind a yucca. Yeah, I was actually in a deer bed, in a sandy bed. 
and it was perfect <laughs> just hang out there but and garrett what well, you guys are on the other side right yep we were across from you guys and also had a real good vantage of where he was so you guys set up the camera there yep we'd have two angles for sure and then adam even said ahead of time that <clears throat> if for some chance for some reason those deer did bust out of that country he thought where we were set up was a pretty good exit route so we were real happy where we were sitting yeah so i i I, I was happy because uh i took a nap yeah yeah you you, (laughs) they did not want me (laughs) they did not want me anywhere near that edge so i was fine to crawl up against uh, some bushes and get in the shade and take a nap so it felt good and jake jake was with garrett and adam and so i uh, I think I went to uh, McCook, walked around to McCook and came back. Um, it was a long route, but it was the only way. And I I, I bear crawled or uh, hands and knees across the flat because that's, uh, they could see all the way up to that fence line because I could look back and glass that buck. So he had to be able to see me. So anyway, I finally get over, get around, and that's when... Um, I'm, I'm actually just getting in a position. You had just seen me, right, Dustin? Yep. And that's when the buck got up. Yeah, and he was watching towards where I was and where you exited hard. And I just kind of stayed laid back, tucked back. I had the camera set up. And when I saw you, I set up. And about the time I set up, I saw in the corner of my eye, I saw the deer making their escape. But it's really so, weird. And and the only thing we can figure is a doe came up and got him up. Mm-hmm. Something spooked her, and she went up. And so they the deer actually went between because I was coming from the north, um, and I was planning on coming. And it was a it was not a high percentage play. I was going to have probably a forty five yard shot, but I was going to try and get up to some yuccas in a situation where then maybe we could run a decoy something to get the bucks to stand and then hopefully have a shot and the bucks ended up making their escape between me and you guys and i never saw them because of the crest of the hill and you guys saw them at what 90 93 yards yep, or something? when they topped up <clears throat> and went over the other side of the ridge they were good 80 90 yards away at that point from my angle, it looked like it was about 50 or less, and I was just waiting to see Adam come to draw. But, And that's a day where you can make a longer shot because you have no wind, you know. But uh, skipping forward. And then the rest of the day, do we have anything else happen yesterday? Uh, not really. Because <clears throat> then, then that evening, uh, Garrett and Adam, you guys went to water to sit on water where you'd seen some bucks and Jake Dustin and I went to the ag field and it's kind of split up Jake went into a shelter belt that uh, you know a line of cedars that was on the uh, south side we were on the northwest corner tucked in some hay bales and there what those two little bucks came in into the field (laughs) yep you got on, a, the, you, on the corner that we were not there. Mm-hmm. You got a glimpse um, of a, a decent buck, though, didn't you? Last uh, night, did I? Yeah, remember because you came down. You you got bored. You said oh, so duh. You, yeah, okay. Yeah. Now I remember. Yep, 
Yeah, it was that really nice one we've been seeing here. And <clears throat> he was uh, bedded behind me in the draw just south of me. Um, anyway, he went the other way. He split me and Adam and uh, went off to the corn. So, yeah, I did catch him at last light. Totally forgot about that. Yeah. So we got back here. Um, had a good dinner. Um, sat around the campfire told stories and then knew that this morning was going to be uh our a pretty good chance because we we had the the wind um and then when we got up this morning it wasn't that windy it took till about 11 o'clock before the wind kicked up Mm -hmm. but we were um garrett and i decided we'd go on the west side and you guys were on the east side glassing um, from a, a point that we glassed from a lot. And we're, we were doing... We were pretty much uh, right across from each other again. Mm-hmm. And I actually had got in there, and this was kind of over, Garrett, where you guys were the night before, and uh, picked up a buck heading even further south with some does. And then happened, I, we were actually going to walk further south, and I said, let me just scan one more time. And that's when I picked up that group of bucks right by the shelter belt that, um, Jake, that you'd sat on last night. Yeah, it was just on the, the opposite side of where right. I was. Mm-hmm. Um, they'd just been hitting that, going into that that field there so we thought they were going to drop into the draw but instead what they did is they literally used the shelter belt this cover yeah and got on on the on the north side because the wind was from the south and just tucked right in there like dustin was saying that wind was whipping by then so they just felt comfortable sat down and right up against those cedars and and bedded and i guess they were getting up here and there right dustin i left yeah they were they just they weren't real happy <laughs> I don't know if it was there were some pretty good gusts that came through I'm sure that was a little startling but they were just restless they'd get up and they'd sit, lay back down 10-15 minutes get up and just stand there and look around get back down and they well, finally true. settled down and then when they settled down I didn't see them again for almost the whole time you were going in yeah right. so we knew it was Trev up again he came all the way around and made a play on it. And and, and we actually, it was great because I met up with you guys and you kind of gave me some good ideas because my idea was to come from the other way. And then I'm glad you guys said, no, I think this is the, this is the play. That's a Jake idea. Yeah, that, that was, that was perfect. It, it, it played right into, um, I, that was the right play. Let's just say that it wasn't, still wasn't a high percentage play because they were so keyed up. And it wasn't like they were in a draw that you knew you could get uh, close enough and, and and not have to worry about noise and the topography hides you and stuff like that. So Garrett and I dropped into a couple of draws and worked up to a fence line that had a bunch of tumbleweeds, and it worked perfect cover. We were literally, we didn't have to crawl that much. We actually just kind of bent over and worked. We got to within 40 45 yards before we really started hands and knees in it and i got around oh i was just east of them 
and they i i couldn't i still couldn't see them because there was too much debris too much uh you know tumbleweeds against the fence yeah and grass and so i had to even go a little further south down that fence line and by the time i got to where i could see the buck had been bedded and he was bedded facing us and so and he's in the shade we're in the sun um the wind is blowing and so i'm trying to use what little grass there is for cover but i'm also trying to pick them out in the my binoculars and they were about Garrett, what thirty yards from us. We were. Yep. About, you, I think you ranged them. Yeah. And well, I ranged the tree that they were they were under. They were right there for yeah. sure. And uh, so the plan was, um, Jake, you were pretty excited to grab the decoy and just go get them to stand, weren't you? <laughs> yeah. I, I just am not patient. I yeah. I know patience is really key in a lot of yeah, in any type of hunting. There's obviously patience involved, but. Yeah, I wanted to go all the way around and get those bucks to stand up so we we had a, a good opportunity because I knew that they were kind of restless after, you know, being there with the spotter. And from that far away, you can't really tell exactly, like, how far that shot would be for you. Right. But uh, I don't know. Like, I've seen a couple of scenarios this, this trip where, you know, Trev kind of has to coach me because... I just want to go like I, I don't want an opportunity to slip by and I feel like like for example Adams yesterday I felt like maybe him hurrying he could have got a better opportunity but that wind again was a problem there was no wind that's just my mentality I'm just I'm I'm not very smart with this stuff but anyway well, I think I think I think I'm, it's not that you're not very smart I think it's just an experience I've made so many mistakes because I rushed. Uh, Dave Baronio and and uh, you know Adam. It, it's amazing to me watching them. I've learned a lot over the you know past ten years that when you when you're going slow, you st- you need to slow down. So when you think you're going slow enough, go slower. Um, because in a situation with mule deer, and it's not with every species. I mean. Uh, some it's but mule deer will bed let's say 8 30 they'll bed but that's not their day bed they're gonna get up they're gonna move around and then when that sun shifts then they're gonna find a bed that they they're gonna be there for hours at least that's in in my experience i've seen that and especially out here so I think when I'm, you know, when it's 11 o'clock, when it's pushing noon and I'm on a stock, I'm pretty sure they're not going anywhere. And that's um, their day bed. That's, yeah, that's, they're, they're already in there. They're, they're, they're in there for the long haul. And these bucks were. And so, um, Garrett, I actually had gotten Garrett to where he was in a position because why do we do this? We do this to get the video so that we can make the films and the TV show and and so we can share our adventures. So it doesn't do me a bit of good to have a perfect angle at a shot and Garrett or Dustin or whoever's running camera doesn't have the shot. So it's always about, okay, I'm in position, now I gotta get Garrett so he can see what I can see. Which, just sidebar right there, that's hard. 
It, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a hard yeah. thing. That's a hard aspect that a lot of people don't really consider is to be able to get that shot for camera people, you know, following you. You got to think you got to think a lot more about the scenario and how you're going to angle it, get your your camera angle. You know, and a lot of people just don't understand what what added difficulty that is. Well, and on a day like today, it's not as much as a day like yesterday yeah, where we for had sure. three mile per hour winds. Here we're, we're 20, 25 mile per hour wind. We can get away with a lot more. But, but even like, and I won't jump ahead, but even in the scenario from the afternoon, I, I could have literally screwed that up for everyone. Yeah. And it was all for the sake of getting the shot. Right. So there is a risk yeah. that comes with it. And I think at least you guys can disagree or you can agree. But I think from experience, from our experiences that we've had over time, we know when to push it. Mm-hmm. And no one to hold, like me and, yesterday, like I'm not going to go in there with you. Right, exactly. So, um, Same thing with Sloan. I didn't go in there. Right, right, right. And and it worked out. So sitting there, um, Garrett actually was glassing. Garrett says, there's a buck standing up. So a buck behind the, the bigger buck that I had thought, man, he's nice. I would really want to get a shot at him, had stood up. And, um, so I grabbed my bow, which was sitting right beside me. Cause I'm, I'm sitting down, um, on the other side of a three, uh, a three wire fence. And, um, so I've got to pay attention to, if I draw, I've got to still pay attention to where, where it's, you know, where my arrow's going to hit. Cause otherwise I'm going to shoot the dang fence. I mean, it's, it's easy to do when your line of sight on a bow is four to five inches higher than your arrow. You think you have a clear line of sight, and in fact, you're, you have a chance to, to clip that wire. So those are things are going through my mind. But as I did that, I think the movement, the big buck stood up, and he's square on me at 30 yards with a 25-mile-per-hour crosswind. And... Uh, by that time, he didn't stick around. They, along with all the other bucks there, there had to have been probably six bucks in that group, you know, from little bucks to to bigger bucks and, and the big one. And so they they kind of headed west down the, down the cedars, but I could still see them. And then they stopped and turned. And that's when you saw me. Yeah, but... When you came to draw the first time, I meant to ask you this earlier. You came to draw sideways. Yeah. I saw you when you were sitting on that fence. I saw you. You were. You came to draw that, down the fence that line. You were I too had more close cover. to the fence. And I then had, and then you swung. Yeah, I had. I more, saw you do that. I had I was more like, cover. So, uh, and and the other thing was I was close to the fence. So. My bow sitting down, my arrow, of course, is knocked, pointed away from me to my right. I'm a left-handed shooter, so I hooked my release on, grabbed my bow, came straight up, and I had some tumbleweeds on my right side, so I had more cover. So I drew, and then I could clear that post that I was by, and then I came on on target. Yeah, um, I saw that from spotting way back, and... 
I, I didn't I meant to ask you why you did it that way there yeah. you go yeah yeah no, the second time though I saw those well instantly like when they blew cause Jake was just west of you so I gave Jake a heads up that yeah I read deer probably coming your way Jake deer coming your way I'm like oh my gosh <laughs> yeah. and then when I went back to the spotter the deer had stopped and I see Trev ranging. And, of course, from your angle through a spotter, they probably look 40, maybe 50 yards, when, in fact, they were 80. Yeah. And they were – it's just – I'm just not going to take that well, shot. Yeah, especially with the wind. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. I mean, 80's, 80's a poke anyway on a on – a, on And a, so what I was seeing, I saw two bucks. I'm kind of at an angle to them, so I couldn't see straight down the tree, tree row, but – I see two bucks broadside, and they're kind of stacked on each other, but not too bad. Right. And I'm like, why isn't he shooting? Why isn't he shooting? And I didn't know the bigger buck was to the left of them. Right. Facing you head on. Yeah. Closer to the closer to the trees. And then I saw you come to draw, and they just kind of turned, and they didn't really run. They just kind of... Yeah, they just turned and walked off. Yeah. Well, they didn't walk, but... They weren't, like, freaked out and blown right. out of the country. They just kind of got out of there, and... I so, saw you let down. So. so, yeah, I mean, well, and I had adjusted my sight, and then when I came to full draw, I'm just like, no, this is this is silly. So, um, one, one side note, when you are shooting an adjustable sight, and I've made this mistake before, and you adjust to a longer distance, make sure you take and put your your bow you know your your sight back because i shoot a five pin tommy hog from spot hog and the my 60 yard pin so it's 20 30 40 50 60 my 60 yard pin is my floater so if i'm going to shoot 70 i'm going to take that pin well when i when i dial it that pin's going to be 70 okay well i had made my adjustment and then when i was done garrett and i were going to go get our stuff and right away I said, you know what? I better put my bow back to, to you know, back to, to the mark so I so everything's accurate. And uh, luckily I did that because of later in the afternoon, it, it tonight would have probably, or this afternoon would have ended a little differently if I was still at 85 yards or whatever the distance was that I dialed in. Um, so that was disappointing. It was awesome. It was exciting to be... 30 yards but anytime you get that close to an animal it's exciting it just yeah it just didn't it, you know the it was the it was the final little part about the shooting the arrow and and the hitting the mark that that we didn't get a chance to do so so we actually came around i just wanted to see if if we could get eyes on them or whatever and and jake was had you'd worked your way back until uh, yeah so I, I came down when he said that those the bucks were coming towards me i was watching obviously through my binos and checking those cedar trees just seeing which way they were headed and i was actually pretty far away so mm. it would be a uh quite a white uh lucky thing if they were to actually come towards me mm -hmm. um Anyway, they just bailed off, you know, south of you into that draw. And so I just wanted to walk across the field, see if I could get eyes on them. And so I just kind of hurried across that field, 
looked down in there, I couldn't see anything. And I just kind of got bummed since it's like the last day here. And that was really like our, our good opportunity on some, some bucks and didn't really know any, where any other ones were bedded. So I knew it was going to be, um, a long day after that. Well, I just started heading back up towards where I was and had parked at the top of the hill. And I'm like, you know, I'm just going to go to the next draw to the south where those bucks just bailed into and uh, just glass as I go up the, the fence line back to my truck. And it was the craziest thing. I get to the corner of that field and just barely peek over just, just to see where uh, or what I can see. And it was like crazy. My binoculars just put it and it was right on a rack. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> a buck rack, yeah. So you weren't even scanning? You I didn't just, even scan. Like, just, I, I lifted him up, and I caught I caught his tines. And wow. it was the craziest thing ever. Um, I, I've never done that. Like, I, the whole time I've been here, I actually haven't I haven't spotted anything. It's always been Eagle Eye Adam taking uh, the credit <laughs> for all that. So, and anyway so it was just kind of cool like oh my gosh i actually did spot one and they can be kind of hard to to find but at that point i just uh got in contact with all you guys and let let you know that yeah, i had spotted one like, hey there's a there's a decent buck over here and uh so so we because of where we were at we just kind of hooked around and met you yep and then so you and i crawled over there and you showed me where they're at and so i uh, you were pretty much saying, okay, I'm going. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait hold on. That patience thing. Yeah, yep. I, hold on. Let's, let's take a look at this. Let's, let's, how many know. times did I tell you that too? I'm like, oh. dude, I'm, I got it. I'm just want to go. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we backed out, you and I backed out and went around and we crawled up to some yuccas almost blew the whole thing because when i crawled up there what i i thought i was behind the yucca and i the buck you that were in you, plain view i was in plain yep. view but we, we 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 made it work and we looked around and there was three does we found three does and another even better buck yeah so i had seen that other buck by when you were coming across that field i caught another uh glimpse of a body just a another deer and I did see a tine, so I knew it was a buck, and that's why we went down there. Right, because you weren't sure Wanted how good he was. a different vantage, because there was right. a cedar block and what he what he was, and so. And what'd you tell me? What did I tell you? I don't remember. Let's do a double. Oh yeah. Remember? <laughs> You're like. I told you that a lot. Trip, so trip, we can do a double, and I'm yeah, like, just, no, just no. how the wind, how the wind was going, and I could see the profile of that hill. And immediately I thought double, like we could totally do See, that. But you're thinking, you're thinking hunting and I'm thinking filming. Oh, absolutely. I, I'm not thinking as a, a, a filmer. So I, that's why I said that earlier right. is it's, yeah, yeah. this is, it's almost annoying to me Yeah. because <laughs> I'm not Mr. Social, like I'm not a social media guy, even though I am like, I, I, I like it for a lot of reasons, but I just don't do that. Right. I'm, I'm not filming all the time, and so. Wait, did you call me and Garrett annoying? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. <laughs> I won't get into that. Okay. But 
what I am saying is that that is completely new to me. I have never been filmed like that, especially a hunt. And I like, I like to get going. I like to still hunt. I like to be on the move. I like right. to take every opportunity because I feel like even if I am blowing something, you know, I'm, I'm talking about like hunting in timber. Mm-hmm. At least I was able to see something and, and do right. something because you can't glass really in timber, but right. it's hard to. Well, I think in this situation, we had Garrett, Dustin ended up coming down. We were able to kind of powwow because when I do things like that, I have ideas and I, uh, I want to say, Hey Garrett, you know, I want to do this. And Garrett says, no, that's a horrible idea because we can't film it. So likewise, that's, we all got to be on the same page. So we looked at the scenario and what we ended up doing is getting Garrett and Dustin set up and you backed out and went around. I was on the move. You were, you You were gone. You finally got a chance by the time I, mean, I showed honestly, up yeah like you were gone yeah and i was up on that other ridge top <laughs> watching me get set up <laughs> so fast i had to i had to sit up there for a minute and catch my breath because i just i'm like i got you must calm. have ran i did run because i, I trotted all the way down that hill yeah. to the bottom i'm like gosh i need to just take it a little slower but i didn't i ran up that hill so I look over there. Dustin's not even set up. Garrett's not even... Uh, you were still back, huh? Mm-hmm. You were still back my, a little bit further. My phone's on. Bzz, bzz. Yeah, it's Jake me like, going, you ready? You ready? You ready? Come on. And I'm like, <laughs> let's go. I'm still trying to make sure I'm not going to screw everything up. My camera's laying beside me in the ground. So. I actually wrote a text on there to that group text, and I said, I was going to say, I'm you going. guys are killing me, exclamation point. <laughs> And you you didn't send it. You would have I been. did not send it. I actually selected all and erased. You would have been more frustrated if I would have blown them out of there for yeah. you. No, so, I get Dustin, it. you and Garrett got set up. Talk about how you set up on this on this scenario. Because normally you'd be over his shoulder. Yeah, that was highly questionable when I got there. Like, me and you sit there and talk. But there was no real other options because... To be like to the west of them a little bit to get a side angle where they weren't bedded looking in my direction. There's a cedar that would block the buck that you're going after. Right. And then the other way would have put me farther away from you guys. And I sat there and debated whether or not I should do it, but just used a yucca. And, and I set up. So how far my, how far away would you say you were from those deer? Because they were bedded on the opposite side of the draw, so they're facing you. And we had three does on the left, the bigger buck in the middle, and then the buck that you originally spotted uh, even further to the right. But all of these deer are facing you. So you run the risk. Of, they were all at different levels, different elevations yeah, right. on it too. But the, but but they're looking the way they're laying. They're looking across, and they're. Well, then you have the other. Yeah, they're all bedded on that face, and the does were all facing. Two of the does were facing my direction. One does facing where Jake was that direction. But the other thing that was nerve nerve wracking was that the other buck was kind of off by himself. Mm-hmm. And he was higher, so I knew if I I come on to like the, I guess that would have been the uh, west side of the yuccas, 
I could have got a better angle for the deer you're going after, but that guy would have seen me. Clear as day. Yeah, clear as day. Right. So I just, I got set up and moved about six inches and had the tripod set up above my legs and sitting on my bottom and just slowly inched out and inched out. And then I started raising my center column a little higher, a little higher. But there uh, there was a time that he, <clears throat> the buck was looking at me hard, but I just stayed as still as possible. <laughs> and Can I just say one thing though? As I was uh, making my run down that hill, <laughs> I thought to my head, it's a buck killing kind of day. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. It made me think of you, Trev. I appreciate that. I didn't know Garrett was even, I thought he left because, Trev, you went around and I looked back once trying to like see, like talk to you guys and I didn't see anyone. So I'm like, oh, Garrett's not even here. And then, like, right before it all went down, I looked back, and I did see Garrett laying behind the yucca, but... Well, and Garrett was set up next to me, and my plan was to sit there and just kind of navigate for you and, and try and help you see what you needed to see before you got over the edge. But the angle you were going to take was going to take you right into those does, and you weren't going to have a shot at that buck... And you were scared to go high. Oh, because, yeah, when because I came the around wind on there. would be, it, I mean, it's coming straight from well, the south. So before that, though, I came around on that, you know, finger on the opposite side of where those bucks were and trying to make my play coming, kind of hooking around into that draw. And wind, I had the wind just fine at that elevation. I, I could see, you know, kind of my landmarks as I was, you know glassing up those bucks so i could know when i was over there where they kind of were and i did i came around that hooked around it and i had to drop like quick i don't know if you saw that but i had to drop because that buck i could see him like clear right. clean as day like, he was if he was looking at me over there yeah he was higher right he could have seen me right then so i just dropped down i was like crap how am i gonna get around this there's not enough cover and so I, I was kind of pinned and just trying to think, and that's when you text me, Trev. Yeah, and, and my thought was, okay, I've seen this. I'm going to come over there and help you. And I almost left my bow with Garrett, but I thought, yeah, I'm just going to take my bow. So I grabbed my bow, and I backed off, and I did not run. I walked. I just said, stop. I think I texted you. I said, stop. I'm going to come over. And I was obedient. You did. You were so close on that. You were like another step. Well, ahead. The One thing, more step, that doe was staring right, right in your yeah. direction. Yeah. And I, I mean, it, I don't know how she would have known. There's no way she could have hurt me. I mean, no, no she wasn't. She no. wasn't alert. She was just. And she couldn't have seen me because I, I didn't even peek over. It's she was just, just I think looking she was that just way. Scanning, and I'm like, I mean, if you would have just. Popped well, your yeah, head over. It would have blown the whole thing. Game over. The thing I did notice, though, later on is that that was a horrible play by my part coming in right there because there was a cut into that is separating us. So there, there there, was no play there. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad Trev came over. So I came over, and you were concerned with the wind, but we had such a good wind. One thing I've learned from, uh, you know, again, I say Adam and Dave, but I, I really feel like uh, – 
they have played a big part in 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 some of my experiences and 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 my my out outdoorsmanship i don't i don't know what you would call it your uh but when you have a stiff wind and you're on the top of a ridge your wind isn't it normally doesn't drop off if you're on the top it's going to keep blowing especially with that so you can get away with a lot more you mean it doesn't go into the drop it doesn't drop yeah it stays it blows it away I'm sure it does drop a little bit, well, but sure, yeah, it stays sure. up above. But compa- compared to like an, uh, a, a breeze gotcha. where your scent just goes. And then the other thing is thermals. You know, a thermal, depending upon if it's evening or, early, you know, it, with early morning, your thermals are dropping. The heat of the day, your thermals are rising. And then it, they drop again toward the evening. Um, so... I felt pretty confident that we needed to drop right over on top of those bucks. And your concern was, well, then our wind's going to go right to those does. Yeah, because of where they were. Right. And I didn't care. Yeah, and I was was really nervous about that because I don't understand that. Well, because I knew that by the time we got in there with that wind, if they caught an inkling of our scent, we were going to be in position. And if they blew out of there and those bucks stood up we were going to have a shot so here we go very you, you very, and I, very wise of you well Trev. i don't know I, I mean, it, it wouldn't have been that wise if it didn't work well that's the thing is i mean you're wise and adam's teaching you so what does that say yeah. about adam yeah well um he is uh he's <laughs> i just i always say this about adam and dave you know, uh, they've probably forgotten more about the outdoors than I'll ever know. Well, I learned a couple of things here. Just sidebar again. Adam is amazing at spotting deer. He's an amazing hunter, human being in general. Mm-hmm. All these guys are here. Um, and I actually didn't know any of you before I came here. So that was kind of cool. But yeah. um, the other thing I learned about Adam is he sucks at preparing food. He does not prepare well. You mean so, preparing like uh, uh for the day for, for the snacks day. for water garrett and i were the ones carrying minute, his food and water well, maybe he's the smart one because he lets you guys carry it then eats your food and drinks See, your that's water the thing. Yeah, i think adam went this entire hunt and never wore a backpack <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. yeah we were carrying all this stuff and i've got he is smart Gosh, four lenses and three things of water and a handful of granola bars for yeah the, i think he pulled one on you guys yeah yeah Anyways, <laughs> sorry to he's, sidebar, but he's he's pretty smart, yeah. Uh, so when we got up there, um, we got to a position where we we literally could walk to the edge, and then you and I just started creeping down. We couldn't see any of the deer. We got to a position, and then we could see the tines on the uh, top the, one. The, the the yeah the top one, and then we knew. You know, from from the because there's two cedars in there, and we knew that other buck was bedded in the middle of those. So we just started inching down, and at some juncture, you and I separated. Yeah, we we kind of just had a little mutual agreement and said, "Man, this really is going to be kind of a double opportunity." Like I said in the beginning, remember? And so, what? Yeah, right. You, yeah, you were, you were kind of prophetic. Um, 
and then uh so you hung up on top and i, and I you, tried to slip down you in. kept telling me something though that was pretty funny you're like if you get a shot you shoot him if you well, get a shot the, you shoot him and what i wanted to make sure is that because you thought this was my stock it was my opportunity right right and i just wanted to get across like dude i just want to buck down like i've right. had a really good opportunity this trip and this hunt I'm satisfied. Obviously, it's sad for me, you know, but at the same time, that opportunity, if it presents itself, I would never want you to hesitate. Right. And that's why I was like, dude, if I screw this up and I'm slipping down into here to see if I can get lower so I can get a shot at the, the buck just down from him, if I screw up and he, he busts me, he stands up, I want you to shoot. So that's why I'm like, get right. your bow ready, dude. Right. Get you your bow me, ready. You, you told me, put an arrow on. So I say, okay. So I put an arrow on, and I in, in wind like that, I always take my quiver off. Twist just, my arm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and so, so, so now there's two of us. We're like, we're like, we're loaded, and we're inching down there, and we're, getting a little further apart because I'm going to where if I'm going to have a shot at that upper buck I need to be and you're going to where you think you need to be to get a shot at the lower buck well I was trying to see yeah, if I could keep going down because right. the, the there was kind of a little bit of a hollow right. in that little I guess right. I don't even know what you'd say like a little draw in the draw mm -hmm. <laughs> and see if I could use that ridge and that profile of the hill to to get down further over the top of that that buck that i wanted to shoot and in hindsight you should have been right next to me yeah i probably should have because i when again fast forwarding to you know about four or five minutes later um the buck the bigger buck stands up well it's because of the the, the does though well no well, you you might be right. Did mm -hmm. he? It is okay. So we got down. the The does got up. One doe walked off right away. But they didn't bust. Like no, they were just no. they were just walking. And and they could have caught a whiff of us. There oh were yeah, they three. Threw the, one threw their head up. One of them did. And they just kind of started walking down. So they probably got a you know my scent when I was kind of creeping down a little closer. Um, I did send one text. You remember what I said, Dustin? Mm-mm. said, this is bad ass. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, that, but I thought, because in my mind, Jake was going to go down, shoot one, Trav was going over there. But then when you picked your bow up and I saw you knock an arrow and they all started splitting up, I mean, I just started zooming out wider and wider because I was only focused on that one buck. Yeah. The other buck to the right, I didn't even worry about. And then when y'all started splitting, I'm like, uh-oh, they're going to try to freaking, I know what they're going to do. <laughs> One's going to shoot, and they're going to hope the other one stands up. Yep, that's exactly what I was waiting for. Mm -hmm. But in, as uh, best laid plans of men, it didn't go quite like that. I got into a position where I could see the tines of the upper buck, and then the lower buck stood up. Now, let me ask you this, Dustin. Did that buck stand up and, and rebed before the big buck stood yes. up? Yes. Okay, so mm -hmm. so I, I missed that. When I, we were there, I actually watched the buck, the upper buck, um, stand up. Yeah, he just stood up, stretched. And I came to full draw. Mm -hmm. He turned around. And too. he had his butt to me. 
and um, and then he did a 360 embedded right back down. Except that now he's facing so, to me. From my perspective, I'm looking up now at at uh, Trev, and I can see him and the buck through some grass, and I'm pretty much at the level of that buck that mm-hmm. that you're you're looking at, and you you be you came at full draw on. And I'm like, he's going to shoot him right now. He's going to shoot him right now. Yeah. I'm like, why aren't you shooting? <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't have I didn't have a shot. Yeah, that's and, why. I, from my perspective, you did. And but. at that point, I think I was 22 yards from him. Um, and, uh, I mean, I ranged him the whole nine yards. Um, and then... 22 yards. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a good... That's top pen, baby. So, he beds back down. <laughs> But now he's he's actually more hidden because he's uh, he, when he bedded down he bedded just a little bit lower so I could barely see the top of his tines or closer to that so the hill so then yeah maybe that was it maybe it was closer to the hill and uh, so I actually started inching down even further and got a, probably within eighteen yards of him and that's when that buck yeah stood you, up. you you said it was your win it was Trevin's. Oh, you think so? Yeah, because he covered another like three, two, three yards, mm-hmm. and when he was doing that moving, yeah, that that's when that sense. doe goes like that, and they yeah. two of them went straight to the bottom, and then the other one stood up, and then the buck you were on stood up, and that doe just she like took like five minutes and just kind of slowly walked out the bottom. And yeah, it was completely perfect. like uh, yeah, and I think that's why he stayed there for so long, and he is. I can see him through the grass. I'm on one knee, okay, um, pretty relaxed. I've got my bow leaning. I'm not at full draw, of course, but I've got my bow leaning on my on my leg. And I'm thinking, I can't get an arrow through that. Well, I could have tried to get an arrow through that grass. You talking about the lower buck? The lower buck. I had a shot at him, but, well, I, I mean, I could have. I could have forced it. But instead, he wasn't going anywhere. And I thought, well, maybe he's going to turn broadside. I couldn't. I, I, I kind of remember looking back at you, and that's when I think you had laid back. Well, so I, I got the text and said those those does are going down yeah. um and that you said something about i'm like why, why aren't you, you shooting, shooting? Yeah. yeah why aren't you shooting and i'm like oh he's up like immediately dawned on me so i didn't want to screw up anything for you him seeing me yet until i looked up to you and i leaned back to go to full draw mm. i thought I you were just pulling like a sloan and no, instagramming I, I t- <laughs> no i was i yeah definitely i feel like i i have to now that sloan did that but no, I, I put my phone and my rangefinder down because I knew we were within, you know, using my top pin. So I just put that stuff down, and I think that's why I was bedded, you know, laying down. Um, but I saw you at full draw, and so I immediately pulled back, and that's when I hopped up and you shot. <laughs> well, wait, but before that happened, how long did that buck stand there? For a long time. Three, three four minutes? Whenever the does busted. Right. That's when, and he just, he stood, yeah. From my angle, it looked like he was like, 
just like I thought you were just hunched down because you didn't think you'd get drawn or something. Well, if I if I creeped any more forward, which I would have had to to be able to even see the tines of that that buck that I was after. Again, the topography. Yeah, was, I I couldn't. Different. The right. top buck would have seen me and he would have right. busted. And so I was stuck where I was. I could not inch any more forward without screwing the whole thing up. And so I'm thinking, okay. He's not going to shoot that lower buck, which was a better buck. Um, but <laughs> poor Garrett, this is the only. This is when he finally figured out stuff was going down. <laughs> what Garrett? So tell me what you were seeing. Yeah, did from you your take side. a nap, Garrett? I was. I had <laughs> Trev and Jake framed up. Like I saw you, Trev, draw back a couple times. I saw Jake, you know, lean back and draw, and uh, but you weren't shooting. No one was shooting, and I had my phone propped up so I could just see what was, you know, what the messages that were coming through. And I saw one of Dustin's messages of, why aren't you shooting? The buck's standing. So between the time that I saw that, I put my camera down, I reached to grab my phone to, you know, hit the password to look at it. By the time I looked back up... It was going down. It was done. <laughs> oh, so you weren't running camera? Mm-mm. See, because it was like radio silence there for a while. And that's yeah. when I finally texted you, I'm like, oh, why aren't you shooting that buck? And yeah, I had no eyes so, on him. So, it, from my point of view, the buck is standing there, and he's looking he's around. He's up against a really steep right. bank, but, too. Uh, but my angle, I have a You severe, do, I don't. You do. Yeah. You can't see the buck. I have a severe quartering away, and he's 32 yards. Okay? Um, but... He's also turning his head, and their peripheral vision, peripheral, their vision is really good yes. to the side. Okay, <laughs> um, and so I know if I come to draw, he's going to bust me. So what I was hoping he would do is, as they will sometimes, they'll hang their head and look around, and and then and then they'll they'll move and give you a different angle. And I was just needing something to create just so I could feel I could get drawn. And he did that. Finally, he did that. And so I drew and stood up all in one motion because I couldn't shoot on my knee. I had to get some more elevation, and then I was going to have a good shot on him because I, at this point I was convinced you weren't going to shoot him. Right. Okay. But... When I came to draw, you came to draw, and you got up, right? Yep. And so he caught movement from one of us. I don't know it who. It wasn't me. There's no way he could have seen couldn't me. Because he couldn't see, yeah. So he must have caught me coming to full draw standing up. And that's when he started to booger. And he went, well, I knew that other buck was going to have to stand when that happened. So I just swung straight over to where he was, and he stood up. And he was just about to go, and that's when I, I, he was, you know, put right, right off, right in front of the shoulder. He was quartering to me just a, a hair, but he's 18 yards. And so the canyon explodes. What we didn't know is there was even a bigger buck in there. <laughs> it and was, he was that even buck further. and the other buck that we saw combined. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it was huge, and we could not see him. We, we never didn't saw him. Put it this way: after it all went down, you released an arrow. I jumped up, and I saw that buck. 
And I just pulled up my binos and I watched that big dude run off. I never even looked to see what was going down. I just left my camera running. Because he came out like, I just turned to Garrett and that, I go, that's the big guy. And yeah. he's just running off. That's that's a 180-inch deer. So we never saw him in there. No. He was tucked the under there thing. somewhere. We spent that much, yeah. And I, he must have been back around the corner even more. I, I think he was just under that cedar, the... Um, it, the middle cedar basically just below the top buck and he was tucked in there real just concealed man i yeah. mean there's there's no way we could have spotted him but the, but the good thing is that my arrow flew true and the buck bailed out of there and didn't he didn't, didn't make it 70 yards no probably not even yeah, not even. Probably, yeah. yeah, probably fifty yards, and he was he was done. And it was a great shot. That was a exciting. I mean, for a day that where we knew we had we were going to have some opportunities, but then we blew that stock. It it turned out pretty awesome, especially oh, to share yeah. it with you, and to share that whole. I mean, we were right there together. Oh, I mean, you know, I just. Everything about it happened so quick once those does got up and I saw that text, hey, why aren't you shooting him? I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going down right now. So that's why Eileen, you know, sat back and uh, drew my bow, looked up, you're at full draw. I'm like, okay, if he shoots, then the other ones are going to stand up and it's going to go down right now. I mean, but what I was going to say is when you hit that buck and I heard that, that that was pretty cool to be right there. Yeah, that was. That was <laughs> I awesome. mean, I knew you connected, and I knew. I don't want to be graphic, but <laughs> I knew when you hit, it was a good one, and I immediately saw the blood just pouring. Yeah, he uh, he basically left as if someone poured a paint can. Oh yeah. All yeah, yeah the until, whole way down. Yeah, all the way down. So he slid down on yeah. his own blood, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he did. But uh, you know, it, it just goes to show you that in conditions like that, you get away with more. We would never have gotten away with that the day before. No way. In that same, if you look at that same scenario, there's no way we would have even made it over the hill to get. A position to have that oh yeah so I completely agree and now I understand why that wind is your best friend that's why <laughs> when I woke up this morning I was saying it's gonna it's be gonna be a- we said that the first night we were here when it was mm-hmm. we said Thursday was gonna be our yeah, best was, we said Thursday a deer will get shot on Thursday because mm-hmm. the wind was gonna be and then Sloan just just pulled that one out of his hat and you guys did a great job getting in there and videoing Sloan take that great buck on a day what was the win there 10 eh. 12 maybe yeah it was, it was okay it was it was decent and then it, you'd get like a little gust so you could move but it yeah. wasn't nothing and on days like that you're literally moving when the wind blows yeah it was loud and it was quite enough that he got into his little mocks, and I was in my socks, and I held back at 20 yards just because it's too risky. But. Right. Well, that's an incredible, incredible way to to finish up a, a, a amazing adventure, amazing hunt. You know, I mean, I always say that, that 
years from now when we're talking about this hunt, what do we what are we going to remember? We're not going to remember the inches of antler, because who cares? We're going to remember the 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 funny things, the the close calls. We're going to remember those instances when we we're together, and uh, you know it's it's that's what, in my opinion what what makes hunting where you're sharing a camp with with people such a unique unique experience i think a lot of people don't or i should say they take it for granted the actual ambiance the the environment of the hunt you know i i've got caught up in that when you're just thinking about for example work you go to work every single day you see the same people every single day you do some of the same tasks every single day. Yeah, there's some variations, but really if you concentrate on your relationships with the people that you see every single day, that's where it makes makes your day yeah. so much better. And it's the same thing as hunting. Mm-hmm. This has been so awesome because I've got, I've, I've got to know every single one of you mm-hmm. and we're all different. We tick different, but it's just cool to feel that like you said that camaraderie yeah yeah for sure that's the only reason i do it hunting Uh, this all this i wouldn't i wouldn't never go shoot ducks or geese or go deer hunting by myself i don't think i ever would it's to me it's like just hanging out and having the experiences with other people and and there's something about sharing it with other people i i kind of agree with you dustin in the fact that there's a lot of guys I know that I, that I I have the utmost respect for. They'll go for ten days in the backcountry by themselves. That's not fun for me. What's fun for me would be ten days with somebody else. Yeah. Somebody I could share it with because an experience that I have by myself, I only have that for myself, and it's special. But it's so much more special when it's shared with somebody else. And and then that's what's so cool about video. You don't just share it with Garrett, Dustin, you. But now we have this experience we can share with the world. Right. And honestly, honestly, I feel it's almost like taking a snapshot I'm I'm gonna be able to when I'm old and I can't do these this anymore. I'm gonna still have that hunt to look back on, and relive it. Um, and 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 other people can do that too. Other people can can live vicariously if you if you want to call it that through these experiences. So it's it's been a, it's been a great hunt. It's been a great hunt. Well, this pretty much closes up this. Uh, adventure here in nebraska Uh, i just want to say though for real quick is congrats trev thank you buddy made a great shot um and thank you for the opportunity of being here representing mountain ops you got it man representing myself yeah (laughs) and uh it's it's just it's been a great experience one that i'll never forget like you were talking about it's it's a memory that i'll always treasure and hopefully i can make it out here and maybe next year yeah for sure <laughs> you got yeah. my vote yeah All right, we're, we'll, we'll put in the word well th- thanks for listening sharing this adventure with us people i i mean i i, I 
I, if you haven't listened to the, the, the first two podcasts of, of how this all laid out, go back and listen to it because it has been a wild ride and it has been fun. And it's been real. Um, we've had some, some disappointments and we've had some amazing uh, encounters. So we've had it all. We it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's been exactly every year we talk about this particular hunt because of the environment we're camped out, you know, so we share the, the camaraderie of a campfire every night. We get to tell each other stories, you know, if one group had a experience and, and all that, and, and we get to share in that, but it's a target rich environment. If you blow a stock, well, go find some more deer because yeah, they're go, in there. Go ridge over. And... Yeah. And it's not that they're stupid. They're very wary. They, they do. They're smart live. animals, yeah. But uh, when you have the opportunity and you learn to hunt this, this country properly, spotting and stalking deer in this broken uh, country of, of western Nebraska is just an amazing adventure. As always, thanks so much for listening, and we want to encourage you to find your wild. Go out, whatever it is, whatever inspires you to uh, uh, really just get out there and enjoy it. Embrace it, and uh, we will see you down the trail.